Hello, and welcome to the Bookish Banter Podcast, where we'll be sharing our opinions about our favorite books, authors, and bookish impulse buys. Follow along on our journey to finishing and sharing our endless TBR. Go ahead and subscribe, leave us a review, and follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at the Bookish Banter Podcast. Let's get started. Hello. Hi. How's it going? I mean, it's going. I'm, it's actually, it's great. I'm feeling better. So I'm no longer on death's doorbed. Yeah. Doorbed. What was that? <laughs> no longer on death's door? Yeah, death's door. Maybe. That might be it. Yeah. Oh my God. You're clearly not there. So <laughs> not, there. not 100%. Not 100%. You're not there with death. So um, I, <laughs> I have a... <laughs> Who's becoming a veteran on the podcast at this point, honestly, <laughs> but I'm very excited for this one. So we are talking to the lovely Molly about her candle company, uh, Smiles and Lights. So if you want to say hello and do a little intro about yourself. Sure. Hello, everyone. It's Molly. I have been on here before. So if you're like, wait, what? Your ears do not deceive you. But I run a bookishly inspired candle company called Smiles and Light, where I long story short, get to monetize my obsession for books. But I can explain in a much more loquacious manner of how I get to do that in a bit. But yeah, yes. that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So you already answered our token like four questions. So we're going to mix it up a little bit. And I'm going to put you on the spot. And can you give us your top three books of 2022? Okay. Funny Feelings by Tara DeWitt, A Cosmic Kind of Love by Samantha Young, the Ballad of Never After by Stephanie Garber. I'm going to have to do a top five just perfect because I said so. The Witch Collector by Chris Weeks and Hook, Line, and Sinker by Miss Tessa Bailey. That is definitely on my top five of the year as well. I was just looking at my shelves and I was like, I think I would have to pick that one too. It was good. I, it was a good end. It, 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 I liked it better than it happened one summer. Same. I think you have to be a certain kind of person like that one hit. I think it happened when summer hit with a lot of like main character girlies and hook, line and sinker was all of us like side characters. And we were like this. We are epic side character people. Yeah. Like as someone who constantly imagines a soundtrack to her life, I was like, hello, Hannah, it's Molly. Like (laughs) I'm the problem. It's me. (laughs) exactly so I may um, or may not have gotten a record player and bought rumors from Fleetwood Mac just just for the inspiration from the book yeah yeah like just this year after reading it I was like okay so I have to have one this is me now (laughs) I have had a record player for a while (laughs) I love it you're yeah yeah, you're original I am a copy (laughs) (laughs) I mean it's us uh band geek people yeah and I'm not generalizing. I'm just saying at least that for me. So yeah, I was I a theater kid. So we didn't. Yeah. Record player was like, well, I was late to the trend. Love it. <laughs> Love it. All oh, right. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about your business and how you got started? Yeah. So I will start off by saying my toxic trait is I can do it. If I see it, I can do it. I'm pretty crafty. And that definitely came about with candles. So I have a good friend who I used to work with who owns a candle company as well, Lechan and Limestone. Um, She does great work. She's a graphic artist. So her labels are 
envious to look at. Um, she's just, she's, she's great. So I used to buy from her all the time because I live in a small apartment and I have a cat and I fear that you can smell her litter box. So constantly burning candles. I messaged her and I was like, Hey, I can't rip my bank accounts. Not really liking me buying you constantly. I want to do it as often as I can, but not really like, I'm not gonna be able to do it. Like every other week, it's going to be like monthly. And she goes, no, that's fine. But actually here's a website of how I learned how to make candles. Here's a website of where I bought the wax. Here's a website of where, like she gave me the tools and she was like, I think it's better for you if you made your own. And she was like, you're creative enough. You can do this. And I was like, okay. And I was like, well, if I create candles, I might want to try to sell them. And she said the thing that really is true. She was like, that's fine. We need more makers in the world. You'll have your niche and I have mine. And hers are very dark and spooky. She does like the gothic looking Halloween kind of aesthetic really, really well. That's not my aesthetic. That's not my thing. She crosses over not just books, but movies and and whatnot. But we're talking about my business, not hers. But anyway, So there, (laughs) full plug. But I mean, like everyone should check her out. Like her stuff is really good. But I then was like, okay, cool. So I bought a few tools, started playing around with it, and I made a candle that I was very proud of. And I was like, well, you can't just make a candle and not have a name. And I had actually just finished Air of Fire in Throne of Glass, so I had just been introduced to the term Karanam. And the candle that I made was white birch, Fraser fir, and fire. And I was like, oh my God, it's like Aylin and Rowan. I'll call it Karanam. And then I was like, oh, I could just make candles from books, which is not a novel concept. You go to Etsy, you're going to find them everywhere. But I really love to read, hence why I'm friends with you. I wanted to be able to really not only elevate the reading experience for everyone, but also bring those who may not really be readers into the reading world. So I started selling my candles at work very much like no label in like a really like a salsa jar kind of thing, like really, really like top notch guys. And they were like in a drawer and like people would come up, my coworkers would come up and they would be like, Molly, what flavors you got today? Like I was doing drug deals of my candles in the office that I worked at. So that was fun. And I just kept creating new scents and reading books and getting inspired and kind of creating more and more. And then um, COVID happened and I was furloughed. And the company I worked for was an ad agency and very good friends with a lot of graphic designers. One of them was one of my best buyers. And he emailed me with a creative brief and said, fill this out. I'm going to make your logo and your brand identity. And I was like, I have no money. Art is not free. And he said, let me have four candles and we'll call it even. It was like, cool. He created my logo. He created my color palette, everything from that just disgusting in like five minutes. I'm so jealous of him. And then he said, I'll do this for only four candles if you promise to get it off the ground as soon as possible, because you need to not be wallowing in the fact that you don't have a job. So I kicked butt and I launched Smiles and Light on the 15th of June of 2020. 
And it has been a wild ride ever since. And I hope, I think I answered both of your questions. Definitely. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So that's so cool though, because I feel like that was the prime time to kind of start like when everyone mm-hmm. got into Bookstagram, was that like June to like November era? Like we're all hitting our two years right about now and yeah. like over the summer. So that's crazy. And like so much has changed in the last year for you, I'm sure. What has it been like, you know, like creating during the pandemic and starting a business during the pandemic and, you know, running your two accounts? Because you do also have a TikTok that's just your personal account and the mm-hmm. business. Like what's that kind of been like for you and and how do you find that balance? been exhausting. I will say my TikTok for my candle account has been a bit on the neglected side only because making candles isn't sexy. It isn't fun content to watch. It's a lot of hurry up and wait. It's a lot of like stirring up stuff and pouring and then waiting. So I don't know how much people want to see that. I don't have a real sexy getup in my apartment because I am doing everything in my 750 square foot apartment. So there's not a lot of space to do. I don't have a dining room anymore, essentially. That is my Kindle shop. So I try to do fun (laughs) TikToks. It just doesn't work. So I am leveraging my book talk account to talk about my candles as much as possible. I have more a more a larger following on my book talk account than I do on my candle company TikTok account. It's exhausting. I know, but <laughs> it is what it is. I'm doing my best. Because <laughs> not only do I have this, I do have as of for a year now a 9 to 5 job. Mm-hmm. So, this year has been really interesting trying to leverage that on yeah. top of this small business that Everyone at my job knows I have. They see remnants of it behind me in my Zoom calls, which is a marketing ploy so that they order from me. So it's great. But a lot of learning. And I know that I'm probably not utilizing TikTok as best I can, but I also know I need to set boundaries for myself and not, I want to still have it be fun. And if I push myself a little too hard, it might not be fun anymore. And that is not what I want to happen. Definitely. And I feel like there's so much work that goes into like creating an aesthetic. I'm, I'm kind of struggling with this right now. We've talked about this before. I don't know if I've ever said it like on the podcast, but it's so hard to like differentiate between the podcast page and like my personal page. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot easier when it was Kirsten and I, and you know, we were kind of combining this vibe, but it's, it's putting even with your own like branding and marketing, it's, it's putting it the same face on a different item and trying to make yeah. it look different. Yeah. I think you do a great job of like talking about it a lot on your regular page and then sort of having that reference. And like, you know, you have this very, I love your website. I think it's so beautiful. And so it's like having that to send people to, I think makes it a little easier, but it's, yeah, it's good to like set the boundaries, take yeah. the time, you know, and be like, I'll post when I have something interesting to share. (laughs) Right. I also know my strengths and I know my strengths aren't like showy, awesome, really cool looking TikToks. If you follow my book talk account, it's literally me talking to the camera. Yeah. So there's no lip syncing. There's no cosplay. Like it's, it's (laughs) except for on Halloween, (laughs) except for on Halloween, but, but I mean, it's just me. And so it's really hard to have essentially that times two, but add candles to it, mm-hmm. um, which is actually why I started my book talk account. I started off on TikTok, just my candle company. 
And then I wanted to talk about books more. And I was like, that's kind of hurting my candle numbers. So let me make an entirely new TikTok account. And then my poor candle companies all alone. But periodically I go go check in on her and she's doing just fine every now and then. But I know my strengths and I know what platforms to utilize. And I know there are some people who will see those TikToks. I still get likes from TikToks I made on that, on the candle company side a year ago. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it's still being pushed somewhere. So yeah, yeah, it's interesting, but I just, it's knowing your strengths and your weaknesses and not forcing yourself to do something just because it's a trend. Yeah. Does that make sense? Because the algorithm told you to. Yeah. Yeah. That's so wise Mm. of you. (laughs) (laughs) So what is your process like for creating your scent combos? Do you like tab the books? Do you kind of go off of a vibe? If there is like specific scents, are you always using that? Or are you kind of deciding for yourself? So I will start reading a book with tabs nearby. I don't go into a book going, I'm going to make a candle from this one. Unless it's part of a series. Sarah J. Mass, I will go into her books knowing I will be making a candle based off of something from this book, looking for a scent combo. And Sarah does a really good job of spelling out at least part of a scent for someone. Some characters, she literally will spell out the whole thing. But for Asriel, for instance, she just says cedarwood and that's it. So that left me the fun interpretation of how I would think he would smell. And I will say for any of the male characters, it's what would I want to roll over on the next morning and smell on my pillow? Essentially, I want it to smell yummy. (laughs) So I take usually what the author puts in there. And if there's room for interpretation, I'll add a little bit of my own, but I'll read until something like jumps out at me or if I get a feeling from something and then I'll tab it or I, I'll highlight it on my Kindle and then I'll go back to it. Or if I'm listening to a book, the number of times I'm listening to a book and then I'm like, hey, Siri, leave a note of and I'll just list a whole bunch of scents. And like the next day, I'm like, what was this in reference to? <laughs> I do that all the time. Yeah. My notes app is ridiculous. On my <laughs> it's It's not a full-on like written out process but yeah. it definitely Bits yeah. pieces. it's a vibe yeah. <laughs> it's definitely it's it's a vibe there yeah. are some like I said there are some authors who make my job real easy mm-hmm. and then there are some that let me have fun which is great and then there are some who just like this is a person and I'm like well I really want to do a candle for this person let me have some fun with that like yeah so and I don't always do people. I also do places. I don't want to always talk about her, but Sarah J. Mass, I did the Torre Chesme because that Tower of Dawn, that area, ta- like I could almost smell all of the spices yes. when she was talking about that place. And I was like, I need to make a candle for that. And I did. And it's one of my favorites. It's a perfect kitchen candle in case anyone wants one. <laughs> like that. That is so awesome. How do you decide which books you're going to cover or make candles for? I'm going to sound, I don't want to sound like a money hungry person, but I go for the ones that I know are going to sell for it. (laughs) Okay. When Sarah J Mass comes out with a book, I'm going to make a candle from it because there will be a bump 
people will buy it. I also do enjoy her book. So it's not just, it's not like I'm hate making <laughs> these candles. I do enjoy her stories. It's I not enjoy making a candle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, but I also, usually it sounds so cheesy. It's a vibe I get from the book. I'm trying to showcase more indie authors because I do think, especially in this, in this world, like, they're doing a lot of marketing for themselves and I would yeah. love to help them. Some of my friends who are readers, but they aren't on book talk. They aren't on bookstagram. They use my candle page as a TBR list. Mm-hmm. So if I can introduce them to a new author, preferably an indie author, then that's amazing. And that story gets shared. So it's really a vibe. I know it's yeah. Probably- it's a vibe and like what I know is gonna hopefully make me some money yeah like what what's what other people enjoy because it's always something to be said to make something that you want but it's like does everybody else want this and you're like first and foremost a store and you can always like make yourself your own thing so I really like that you have a pretty strict rule though like it has to be a book it can't be a show or any of that correct it has to be a book first and I will say that's how I really wanted to, before before Red came out, I wanted to do a Taylor Swift candle, but I kept saying she hasn't, if she comes out with a book of poetry, then I will. But like, she hadn't come out with a book yet. And then all too well, the movie came out. And at the end, it's like a book, like she's reading like her book debut thing. And I was like, this is how I can spin it. It's like all too well, the novel. But yeah, it has to be a book. People wanted me to do Hocus Pocus. And I was like, that didn't start out as a book. That was a movie first. And then a book was written second. And that's just, um, call me a purist, but that, no. Because people would expect something from the movie and not the right. book. So. That's totally fair. Yeah, because it only came out. It, there's only a book because of the movie. Correct. Yeah. That is awesome. I like that. I mean, you got to like. You, you got to set your boundaries. You got to say, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> it's definitely, I mean, it's, I've politely told people who've emailed me saying you should do X, Y, and Z. I'm like, well, thank you very much for taking that into consideration. I do have a business plan. Like yeah. I do have a plan, even if I don't like, yeah, don't tell me what to do. It's my There's business. like rules. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> I, I, sounds awful. I will always take suggestions, but the way that I've been approached to do some candles yeah. has not been, Hey, you know, what would be really a good idea. X, Y, and Z it's you should do this. It right. would it's sell a lot. Bad. And I'm like, <laughs> I actually have to read the book and I have no desire to read that. So that kind of, that's the other thing. Absolutely. I have to read the book. So yeah. Which is why like, there's no game of Thrones candles. I have tried reading those books and I, they're just not my cup of tea. I'm real sorry. That's totally fair. I mean, again, you gotta, you gotta make your own vibes. You gotta decide (laughs) what works for you because I feel like if you're not passionate about either, like if you don't like the book or it's not something you're really like that interested in or what have you, people can tell everybody knows when you don't enjoy what you're sharing or like what you're creating and the effort is just not there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. This episode is sponsored by Audible from Amazon. We all know I'm obsessed with audiobooks. Audible from Amazon is the perfect way to get all of my favorites in one place. Anytime I feel like I need a good cry, I listen to the Audible exclusive version of A House of Sky and Breath by Sarah J. Mass. When the latest training book comes out and I don't have time to physically read it, I head to Audible. For one low monthly price, you get a select book or two of your choosing to keep forever. 
and you gain access to exclusive Audible members-only content. So if you've ever thought about trying audiobooks, want to be able to listen to your favorites whenever you want, or you're just obsessed with audiobooks like me, then you need to check out Audible by Amazon. Click the link in the show notes for a free trial or head over to www.audibletrial.com backslash the bookish banter podcast. So right as of now, you only do candles. Is there anything in the future, wax melts or merch or anything like that kind of on the horizon for you? Well, I don't know. For wax melts, I don't really sell them. I do give sample wax melts with each order just because ordering candles from an online store is really hard. Candle purchasing is an intimate purchase because everybody's sense of smell is subjective. So what I might think is like the sexiest man alive might cause someone to go to the bathroom because they hate the smell. So I always like to give uh, someone who purchases my candle a taste of of something else. Um, So you will get a wax melt of something you didn't order. So it's not like if you ordered... (laughs) an alphabet candle, you're going to get an alphabet wax melt. And it's like, cool, awesome. Thanks. Just to give you a little taste of what else I have in store. I have not figured out, and it's only because I really am trying to do this most cost-effectively for the buyer. Shipping is a challenge because candles are heavy. And if I offer to sell wax melts, then the shipping will still be the same price. And I am afraid that would not be the best cost-effective for the buyer. Um, so I might do a promo eventually where I will sell some wax melts. If you buy like two candles, you can get some wax melts for X price and then it's just included. But then also to take into consideration, there's the cost of the production for those wax melts, which is a little different. There's a different size label and what the label says and the packaging for it. It's a lot to go into for a small business that a lot of people don't realize. I didn't realize when I was like, I just going to make candles and it'll be fun. Holy moly. I <laughs> live in a cardboard jungle and <laughs> I have packing peanuts everywhere. It's great time. But then also I will say I use Squarespace for my website because I wanted to have a say over my prices, my shipping and everything. So that's why I did not go the Etsy route. I just went ahead and paying the price and I'm doing my own thing on a website. But Squarespace has partnered up with a company that does merch and I'm I kind of want to do fun punny t-shirts I don't know if they'll sell if anyone would really want them but I kind of want one that says like this is so lit with a candle I just because I'm a candle nerd I just it it, it is what it is so maybe there'll be some punny bookish candle merch in the future I know right now I am focusing solely on the holidays which is looming closer and closer it's giving me so much anxiety that's where my focus is right now (laughs) I love that I feel like yeah the wax melt thing is hard too because it's like people will say they want it like I I have like the wax melt things but then I never use them and I'm like this is a nice concept but then I never have it so I was just curious if that was like on the the roster or (laughs) well I know I mentioned not mentioned this on this podcast because you and I are just now talking about this but if you go on my like my Instagram page or even if you just google it any candle can be turned into a wax melt if you get to the point where it no longer burns and you have probably about an inch of wax and you're like, well, that's great. I spent money and there's like this much candle left. 
if you pour boiling water into that candle vessel, let science do its thing, the, the wax will melt and then come to the top and you can pop it out. And then you have yourself a wax melt. So you extended the life of your candle and you have a wax melt without having to, having to pay for a wax melt. And you now have a clean glass sure. vessel. There yeah. you go. Oh, everything's sustainable. It's wonderful. Hashtag eco-friendly. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good idea. I like that. I need to do that more often. I usually just like put them in a in a closet of like half done candles that are just, I'm like, one day I'm going to get the max out of here. The closet where they go to die. Yeah, the closet where they go to die. That's what I have. So I love that. <laughs> Speaking of the holidays, what do you have planned for any Black Friday deals for Christmas? What are the deadlines? Like what's all that? Yeah, so... There will be Black Friday sales. I will, I don't, I have not figured that out yet of what the percentage will be. I might repeat what it was last year, but I will say there will probably be a better discount on Small Business Saturday just because we really want people to shop small this year and all year. But for cutoff, because I ship and it ships straight from me, if you want it by Christmas, like, December 10th is like the absolute latest to order from me. And you're going to see that from a lot of small business owners. We just want to make sure that we are able to, and by we, I mean me, (laughs) able to create the candle with the attention that it needs to, that it deserves to have and wrapped and packaged up. And if it's a gift, make sure there's a gift tag. I do offer little gift cards. That didn't sound right cards that can sit with a little message (laughs) like is it a gift yes okay do you have a message cool awesome and then I'll write it out for you December 10th will be like the absolute cutoff and that's going to be for anyone who lives close to me who happens to be listening I'm in the DMV that will be for across the board for local and um on the other side of the country so yes (laughs) All over shipping. Okay, cool. So keep an eye out on the social medias for okay. Small when is small business Saturday? It's it's um literally the Saturday after Black Friday. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Well, that's good to know. And I will definitely mark my calendar for that because Mm -hmm. I love your candles. (laughs) Thank you. Clearly, we're doing this interview, but you know, (laughs) I'm very excited. In the past, you've done some collaborations and things like that, uh, with Mm -hmm a couple of book clubs and all that. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And if you are looking to do collabs next year and what that process would be like, if anyone's interested. Yeah. Yeah. I threw an amazing friend of mine, Holly Nichols, who does fashion illustration. She is huge on TikTok. She's huge on Instagram. I don't know how we became friends on Instagram, but we did. And through her, she introduced me to the bad bitch book club. And I was able to do a collaboration with Mackenzie, the creator of the book club, and we created the Bad Bitch Book Club candle, which debuted on Valentine's Day. And I actually had a really good experience with that whole process. I would love to, I love working with other authors, especially collaborations. I love working with indie authors, again, to get their name out there. I am planning on doing some candles for Tara DeWitt, who, funny feelings, is favorite book one of my favorite books this year she's very aware of it and she's super excited I think the best way to to go about it is message me on Instagram I will probably be the best slide into my dms they're they're there (laughs) they're open (laughs) that was weird (laughs) 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> That'll do it. That's okay. the one. And uh, so you're you do collabs with like authors and things like that. Like if someone's an indie author and they're looking to maybe do a candle with you and all that kind yes. of stuff, they can reach out to you on Instagram or reach the website. Out. And then I, the only thing I do ask is it's more because I've had a request and we talked it through and I have to, number one, I have to read her book soon because her book comes out in January. She originally wanted to know if I would do a custom candle for like giveaways. And I said, I can do some candles. Absolutely. But I would like to be able to sell them on my storefront because I do not print my own labels. Mm -hmm. I order them. So it has to, I have to order at least mm, eight to 10. Like I think there's eight to 10 labels on a sheet. Yeah. So either you order 10 candles or I can put it on the storefront and sell that way. Yeah. um, Just to make that cost worth it for everybody. Yes. (laughs) For everybody. Because I want the best possible labels for everyone. The labels I get, they're removable. And I really like the company that does them. I have not been able to find one otherwise that make really good matte removable labels. So I kind of want to stick with them. So that's, that's my one, my one main thing. Cool. Good to know. Good to know. I know. I feel like I'm sounding like a Debbie Downer. I'm trying. No, you're so fine. And so that's probably not going to be open until the new year, correct? Just with the holidays and everything that's going on. Yeah. I'm definitely focusing on gearing up for the holidays. I ordering my labels for my holiday line this week. So hopefully pre-orders will be available for that shortly just to kind of give me a heads up of how much to expect. I'm very excited. The buzz I've heard of people who I mentioned what my holiday line is, has been positive. So we'll see. It's Little Women. I'm doing a candle for each sister. And there will also be a compilation four pack of four ounce little candles. One of each sister comes in a cute little box stamped with smiles and light logo tied up real cute. Great for Christmas gifts. Yes. I like that. Yep. So what is your favorite part about running your own business? I get to be creative. My nine to five job, I'm a project manager. I am not a, I, by day I am though. I hate, (laughs) I hate charts and graphs and I hate like Excel documents. I'm very much a creative person, but I didn't have my, like, I didn't have my vision of what I wanted to do when I was in college. So I just kind of generally got a mass comm degree in advertising. And then I just generally started working at an ad agency and I fell into project management and I've been doing that for a while and I'm good at it. I don't necessarily love it, but running my business, I get to do what I love and I have a say over what's done. It's really, it's control. I mean, let's be honest, (laughs) just it's having control, but it's also having control over the look, over the smell, over the packaging, over the way it's sold, over how much it's sold, even just the little nuances of what does the little wax seal on the lid look like in, does it, do I have it kind of go with the vibe of the candle? Like I, sometimes I really overthink it. Sometimes I'm just like, Molly, you need to step away and just put a wax seal on the lid and put the lid on the candle. But I could 
I get to pick and choose when I want to be like that. And I love just having that full on creative control and creating something that genuinely people like. And they, my biggest moment is when I have a a repeat buyer, when someone who, who's not a friend or family comes back and they purchase again, that is the biggest compliment for me. That's like, I have made it. It's happened like four times, but no, just kidding. it's happened a lot. But at, for a small business owner, that is like the biggest compliment. That's probably what I love best about running a small business. Yeah. It's, it's so fun to be able to like create your own vision. And then when you execute it and it's like something that in the long term can be like a career or a life or, you know, mm-hmm. I have to like see all of that stuff like out in the wild it has to be so fun. And it's just like very surreal. I think it's so surreal. It's like, I'm a business owner. (laughs) Yeah. And like within a community of people that you know, and it's not, you're not like, you're not not friends, but it's like these people that you just have met through the internet who are like out there supporting you. And you're like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's insane. Um, so fun. (laughs) It is. I love it. I like that. So what is your biggest piece of advice for someone who's looking to start a small business? Do your research plan everything from what kind of boxes you're going to use to ship them to how you're going to ship it to how you're going to sell it to just plan ahead and do your research. Contingency plans are your godsend. This was a huge learning curve for me and learning during the time of COVID when not only things were shut down, Thankfully, I ordered everything online. So a lot of companies were still operating. But I also went through the holiday time with glass shortage, which was super fun. Super fun. (laughs) Awesome. Doing your best. (laughs) Doing my best. So with that, then you become creative. And in a marketer, it's all about how you spin it. I started ordering legit whiskey tumblers from a restaurant supply store And then it's like, hey, if you order four, then guess what? You have like four whiskey glasses for your home. (laughs) I just like it. You have to just roll with the punches also. And also don't take it personally if someone doesn't like what you do. It's subjective. What you do is subjective. I know what I make is subjective. Some of my favorite candles, my own sister's like, "Mm, not my favorite. I'm like, didn't ask you, but I did actually. So it's okay. (laughs) I'm fine. I'll be crying in the corner, but I'm (laughs) I just know that essentially, I don't want to say I'm an artist, but what I create is a, a form of art and it is subjective and not everyone's going to like it. And that's okay. There was this young lady who did quite a a large purchase. And then she did an unboxing on Instagram and she got the 13 candle and her initial reaction was like, Oh, okay. And she was like, Molly, if you're watching this, I'm sorry. And I responded. I was like, you don't have to like everything you buy. You don't have to like everything that I make. And I'm not offended. Yeah. I mean, there are some candles that I make that they're not my favorite, but I know some people like them. Because not all scent profiles are like my jams. So yeah, yeah, yeah. in a sense, I like some element of it, but I, I wouldn't, me personally, burn it in my home. Just, yeah. I mean, I do. I do burn every single candle to make sure it smells right when it burns. But 
I wouldn't choose to burn them. Like multiple so. times. Yeah. I'm not a big sweet candle person. So like the gingerbread cookie, vanilla, like I think they're fine, but like, I don't like them. Yeah. So I think they smell good, but it's just, again, yeah, exactly what it's, you're saying. Like I'm yeah, a big masculine candle person. So like <gasps> anything in between is like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Give me the man smells and yes. I'm a happy camper. But then for instance, my Halloween line that's currently out, important date also. The Halloween line will probably go away on the 15th of November because I need to make room for my holiday line. <laughs> and that is your... Kiss Curse, Owen Sisters, Wild as the Witch, Alphaba. Okay. Yes. And then we were talking about the sweet scents, but Alphaba and something wicked, which is the Kiss Curse one. Those are very sweet. Those are like the pumpkin pie and the pumpkin whatever. And then the apple scent. My sister bought all of them and she's like, I don't like food smells. And I'm like, why did you get these two? Why did you buy the food ones? <laughs> my niece likes the food ones. So she really got them for her. But my sister absolutely loves the alphabet one I said I feel like apple is a different beast of a food smell yes I like a good apple candle like I I don't know if it's like millennials and they're like country apple from like bath and body Works yes era but (laughs) or it's like the idea of like the spiced apple cider from uh Trader Joe's that we all you know like really leaned into back then yeah (laughs) it's just it's also interesting and a lot of people I'm gonna jump back I feel like I'm jumping all over the place jump back to those tart melts that I give samples in Mm -hmm. every order sometimes I'll put a food one in not knowing if the person likes it but then they'll message me and be like hey I didn't I'm not normally a food person but this one smelled really good I'm like phew like my worst fear is they open it up and they're like what nope nope I don't like it no more of those no more of those so Yeah, I like that. So Halloween line goes away on November 15th. So let's talk asterisk, like put a little star next to that, but around the middle of November. Okay. So let's talk about the Christmas line. What are your like set profiles for your four little women girlies? Yeah. Yeah. Is that how you say that? (laughs) (laughs) I don't really think they're girlies, but you know, I'm really, I'm really leaning into that this week. So, (laughs) (laughs) so I'm doing one for each sister and it's going to be very much a holiday scent for each one. For Joe, according to the book, she, in the book, not according to the book, in the book, she ate apples all the time. So an apple undertone is going to be kind of, that note is going to be, scent profile is going to be throughout. And then what goes along well with apples is like wassail and just being outside with snow. So that kind of vibe is for Joe. I'm really excited. Hers is going to be definitely more sweet, which doesn't really fit with Joe. Yeah. But I... I think she puts off this like rough exterior, but she also really deep down, she's super sweet and loves all of her sisters. So I think that just, I like it. (laughs) Then there's Beth and we love Beth and Beth, sickly little Beth. (laughs) Spoiler, if you haven't read the book, she doesn't do well, but she loves family and home and Christmas. And so hers is going to be very much the the Christmas tree smell with the cloves and the spices and just family around the Christmas tree. It reminds me of the scene when she at Christmas, when the dad comes home and they're all playing the piano and they have that like beautiful moment. That's kind of what I wanted to capture in her candle because then it kind of goes downhill from there for her. So (laughs) I love that. Bless her heart. Amy is sweet but spicy so 
she will have the scent of mistletoe because she always just I loved Amy. Amy, not many people like her. I I think she was she was coddled and then she was punished for being coddled. Yeah. By society. So I'll never forgive her. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never be over it. But yes. I think she's misunderstood. Yeah. I really do. I think I she she was <laughs> she was like coddled and then yeah. it was like why are you being so privileged? Well, she's been like treated that way her whole life. And then she gets snapped. No. Anyway. So she's going to smell like mistletoe and then peppercorn pomander, which is the, that like citrus with the peppercorn in it. It's a really like yummy, sweet, spicy smell. And then there's Meg. Meg, who in the book is described to be the most beautiful sister out of all of them. She is going to smell like Christmas pine, the Christmas hearth, because she's also very family oriented and snickerdoodles. Because let's be honest, when you think of home at Christmas, you think of baking. And that's Meg. She's going to be Christmas cookies and uh, that Christmas hearth. I like that. Yeah, it's it's a lot. But I, you know, like to I love a challenge. You're really leaning in. So that's good. I like that. In the descriptions, you're going to hear, like I said, I, I think of scenes for each of the characters really like their personality. I just normally don't go. I really like the smell of petrichor. So I'm going to make this person smell like petrichor because I like it. Right. I usually try to really incorporate that somehow. I'm like, make it make sense. Yeah. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. So I love that. That's going to be so fun. And I feel like that's, it's a good vibe for like the general masses as well. Like we're all little women fans, but that really gives an opportunity to get them as Christmas gifts. Like everybody knows little women, even exactly. if you don't read that often. So I, I think yeah. that's going to be really fun. I do try to do a mix. I mean, if you look at my website, it's, it's all fantasy. Like <laughs> I'm not even going to try to deny that 90% of it's fantasy 10 percent of it is contemporary uh, like contemporary romance Samantha yeah. Young has some has some candles on there <laughs> and then I do have like children's classics I mean I have the secret garden mm-hmm. I have Peter Pan and Alice in Wonderland so I do try to not cater to those who aren't as avid readers as the book community is yeah but who would appreciate a well if I buy the book then I can accompany it with a candle and that would be a gift. That's a great idea. I like that. We might have to do that this year. That's a great Mm. gift idea. Hmm. Now that you say that. Exactly. I love it. Awesome. Where can people find you on the line? Um, On the line, on the interwebs, on the internet, uh, smilesandlight.com. I'm very proud of my website. You can also find me on Instagram at smiles underscore and underscore light same thing for tiktok but just know that my tiktok she's not ignored she's just neglected but i still peek in every once in a while so those are and i'm on facebook because my mom doesn't use those other socials and she wants to share my stuff so gotta do that for the boomers for just doing a little bit for everybody doing it for doing facebook for my mom <laughs> listen i support that that is awesome Cool. Well, I really appreciate you coming on here and sharing with us. And uh, I will make sure to put all the links and everything in the description below, as well as the dates. So everyone remembers. And also 
you have a code. Yep. So if you use the code bookishbanter10, you get 10% off. This is good at all times. And then keep an eye out for the Black Friday sales, <laughs> small <laughs> business Saturday sales. I'm so excited. Well, thank you so much for having me. I love talking about my business. Who doesn't like talking about themselves? I mean, awesome. All righty. Well, thank, well, thank you. you. Bye. All right, bye. Bye.